what you you don't have to be feel guilty that you have a privilege in life just look for it understand it and then like try to like use it for other people's benefit when you can you know so i made i put this in here because donald glover is like one of my favorite actors but he just signed his eight eight figure deal with amazon so essentially he's going to be getting his own production studio within amazon to do whatever he wants to do he's going to be writer producer director everything it's cool for me because I love Atlanta and we're going to get two seasons in this this year. If you guys haven't watched it, oh, you need to watch it. I um, watch Atlanta. I, yeah, I need to get season two done, but um, I was going to ask about that. When I saw the deal, I was like, so is that show done? You know, like does FX it's, own it? But but you're saying he's he's got two more coming, right? It's two so more then, coming, I think, to be honest with you. I think they're Amazon. I don't think they're FX anymore. The, the reason for that is it had to play at 11 p.m. or later because of the swearing in it. And he refused to censor the show because he felt that it took away from the impact of the moment if you have to censor that, which is fine. Yeah. But you, you definitely need to watch season two because there's one episode in particular that shows his writing range and his acting range, and it's incredible. He essentially is playing a fictional character, but that character is based on Michael Jackson, and you'll see it. And the... There's another character in that episode that is actually not real. And it's just weird. It's a weird, it's, and it's funny because the guy who's in it is from um, Get Out. He's in that show, his friend that, that, that was in Get Out. And he's in that episode. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's weird. It's like Get Out is, Get Out esque. It's, it's, it's a really good episode. That whole episode the, alone. One was really good. It yeah. just took a long time for it to get onto Hulu. So yeah, I never, that, I never uh, saw Get Out. <laughs> What? I didn't see Get oh, Out, dude, that, and I didn't see bad. I didn't see the new one that um by the same guy either. It's his other movie. It has the guy from Black Panther in it, and in fact, two of them from Black Panther, where they I think I think they're like clones or something. But what the hell is that movie called? The telemarketing know. one. Sorry to bother you, or sorry no, for bothering. No, you. I want to see that one. Too. I'm talking about no, uh, no. Uh, it was Us. That's the name of the movie. Oh, I watched that too, actually. Oh, okay, you're talking about um, Jordan Peele's movies. Yeah, Jordan Peele's movies. Yeah, yeah. They're both. I want to yeah, see that. Yeah, that's kind of funny. I'm, like, so, both. Dude, I'm excited for Michael Jordan B. Peele. Jordan being Superman, bro. Is he going to be Superman? Yeah. What? Michael B. Jordan's going to be Superman. What? That's breaking news for me, dude. dude I, did not, I did not know that. Where'd you hear that from? No, that was it was on it was on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, I hold the internet account. Hold on, somebody sent it to me too after I seen it. I just seen it. Um, oh, never mind. Warner Brothers is reportedly looking into introducing a black Superman for a new film written by Ta Nishi Coates. If I said that right, I probably did. Nishi Coates. Yeah, Tanishi Coates, and produced by J.J. Abrams. Nice, dude. J.J. Abrams. With this deal, he's going to be, I think, writing a couple shows with the same writer as Fleabag, which I haven't seen, but I heard is really good. Oh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, something like that. Yeah, and then I think they're writing a show about, it's basically a Beyonce show, but it's not Beyonce. It's a fictional character based on Beyonce. Okay. So, and then he's going to, they're going to be doing, writing a Mr. and Mrs. Smith show together. And I think he stars in that too. Nope. 
and all of them all of them are going to be all black casts which is pretty cool damn dude that's sick yeah that's like his atlanta is all black i think i mean you see probably make actresses, bro. let's go <laughs> dude the, the atlanta is really good if you you guys really need to watch it it's it's super it's it's like better call saw where it's like super slow one episode there's literally one episode where one of the main characters goes to a barbershop and gets his hair done and his barbershop's like, hold on, I need to make, I need to do something. Can you come with me in my car? I need to make a stop. And then the whole episode is his barbershop going to do crazy shit in the car. And he's like, I just want a haircut, man. I just want a haircut. <laughs> it's, it's so funny, dude. Anyways, I like that guy and I'm stoked that he's successful now. I mean, he's been successful, right? But like, yeah, this is another level. This is, yeah. that's crazy. And there's going to be people that are like, oh, he sold out. And I'm just like, fuck you. He's getting it. So he's leveling up. He has full creative control. I'm like, what did he sell out? Yeah. Yeah. What? He sold out to. That, he sold out to a big corporation, man. Amazon. What do you mean? Oh, I guess. I guess that's what I'm looking at. I mean, like, <laughs> if he's doing an all black cast, like, if he's doing what he wants to do, if he has like, he's calling the shots. Like, I really don't see this as a loss. Es- es- essentially, the way I read the deal is that he has full reign over all of this, over all of his projects. Amazon just gets part of the cut. I, I just hope that um, I hope we talked to Dave Chappelle, man, because I, f- I just feel like the way that uh, Chappelle talked about um, kind of like being a, in being a creative, being massively successful and stuff like that. They the way that they do the contracts and stuff like they pretty much own everything you make. You don't really see as much money as you you think, like the world thinks mm-hmm. you're rich as hell, but like you're, you're just like kind of modestly rich. Yeah. Um, but, but still, it, I feel like. Um, like the Chappelle show went on Netflix and on HBO like a couple months back. And then he did that special and basically said, please don't watch it because I'm not getting any of the money. Um, yeah. it, it's, it's all going to them. And he went ahead and pointed out that like he pitched the Chappelle show to HBO. And instead of just telling him, no, they were like, why do we need you? Like just yeah. try to humiliate him and stuff. And it's mm-hmm. like, turn around and you know 20 years later try to stream the his show for money the one that they turned down yeah. it's like why do you need him i don't know maybe because he's one of the funniest people in he passed up on like the best sketch comedy series ever yeah, um, like, you're like an idiot but good on you <laughs> I, I just hope that he doesn't get screwed in the steal um I, from what i've gathered too is he's more about the art really than he is of the money. It's just that he's been so good at the art that he got the money. Right. I don't, I don't I have no idea. I, people can be seem some way in public and be totally opposite, but it's just funny. Like yeah. I started watching community to see him in that and to see him now. is just like crazy, dude. It's, it's really crazy. It, he, he looks like a baby in that. Like yeah. he's a completely different. I, yeah. And then I, I don't know, you follow his career and it's, it's kind of nuts. Like, listening to him as early like childish Gambino um he did like stand up and he was just like yeah I'm, I'm not I'm not that sweet yeah yeah first the first yeah the first, yeah, the first time video. I ever saw him was on Comedy Central Presents that was the first time I saw him yeah I don't really yeah. he talked about He's, he talked about being a not a rich but like a well-off black kid at an all-white school who acted like he wasn't black and he he had a, like a whole little bit in his comedy thing about it it was pretty funny um whitewash pretty much 
don't yeah. know if I can say that. You can say whitewash, <laughs> why not? But yeah, it was it was funny. His stand was his stand was pretty good actually. But that's where I saw him first, and then I saw him in community, and I I don't think I ever saw him again until Chadish Gambino, to be honest. Um, yeah, I kind of watched a lot of his stuff late, but if you just go on Spotify and listen to like his top ten, start from the ten and go down, it it's like starts off with like joke songs almost, and then it starts mm-hmm. getting progressively like more intense, and more serious until you get to fucking this is America, and then well, re- yeah, no. Re- Redbone, which is full on R and B, it's just crazy the progression. No, he, he's he kind of like I I don't know I I feel like in he was one of the the few people that I've noticed where like he has pretty much art like all across. Mm-hmm. So it's like he was doing TV and movies or like music, comedy, and like all of it has been like progressing. And so you're you're able to see him basically grow as an artist, yeah. like. Because by the time he was doing Atlanta, like in, in the beginning, community and his rapping was kind of like it felt like, yeah, it, it felt almost like he was doing it as like a bit, as a joke. And mm-hmm. you're like, how long is he gonna be this persona, like Sasha Baron Cohen? Yeah. It, it was like that. Is, is almost how it felt. Like 100%. he's doing Borat, and you're like, that's a bit. Yeah. How long will he continue this bit? But then you're like, no, no, no. He's serious. He's taking this seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it happens to be funny doesn't mean that it's not good. And then he got better and better. And then his acting kind of like got more serious. And then he started writing things. And you're like, oh my god, this guy is like <laughs> fucking jagged dude. Deal, like yeah, like he's he's doing it all and he's doing it well. Um, and he's been pretty humble throughout the whole thing too. That was the other thing, like. Aside from the drafting, right? Where yeah. he is basically saying he's the best and he's always been the best. But I, I mean, that, that's just the yeah. persona that he was doing. on. But yeah, yeah, I think I haven't seen him be like, uh, I've yet to see like the scandals of him being like a dick to everybody he worked with. Until that happens, I just kind of assume he seems, seems like a pretty good dude and just like a generational talent. Oh, that like a version um, YouTube channel that I sent you where it had a bunch of people covering songs. He did a yeah. So Into You cover that was really good. And this was before, I think, that R&B album came out. So I was like, oh, dude, this dude can sing too? And then he released his R&B album, and they're like, well, this guy can do everything. So I just thought that was pretty interesting. All right, we're going to – I want to keep this part short because it's political. But I don't know if you guys saw. I actually saw it on on 9Gag, the Coca-Cola seminar. <laughs> It literally, it's an author who writes about racism and she talks about how to be less racist and things like that. But she helped them write this seminar and literally in this training video, essentially for the Coca-Cola employees, it, it says be less white. Like that's literally what it says in quotes, be less white. So there's a lot of people up in arms about it, which I get. I wonder who, (laughs) I wonder what population of people will be offended by this. Greg, be less white. No, so um, the thing that the thing the reason I bring this up is because a lot of the comments I'm seeing are like, imagine if this was saying like be less Asian or be less Mexican, How, people would cringe. I'm like, that's not the same thing. That's comparing apples and oranges. It's it's like yeah, I don't have a no. good a good comparison, but it, it's you're taking well, somebody who's been. Go ahead. Well, just to to easily get that point is like the reason that there's uh, 
kind of like pride in culture, um, but not in like color typically. So it's like black pride is a thing. So then people go like, well, why not white pride? And because do you know what that stands for? Like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. black pride is empowerment, and white pride is oppression. Yeah. So that's the difference: is that there's no like there's no white. Um, that's a concept. That yeah. It's like created to for people to have like a standard where we could say like some of us are this, and the rest of us are not, and the ones that are. Yeah. are the haves and everybody else is the have nots. Mm -hmm. And so like it it was it was like something that was created to oppress other people. So I don't know, it's not really um it doesn't you you, you can't really relate it to other things just because everybody feels like it is a culture um or or white people that don't have any other culture think that white is a culture. Yeah, then they're going to get offended here. But, like, <laughs> entitled people always find ways to get upset. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'll say about that. Mm -hmm. All the Karens. All the Karens in the world. Yeah, yeah. it's like, you, you, to be less white. Because I, 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 I saw it and thought, like, oh, well, like, huh, I don't know if that's right. And then I kind of thought more, and it was, like, the things that they were saying about it. Well, first off, the we were looking on Snopes, and you can't really determine that the that Coca Cola forced people to do this seminar, even you if it was like yeah, yeah. So so like an employee like went ahead and made this, and then like they they're like, hey, you know that we didn't tell people to go watch this, we didn't tell them to do this. It was of their own volition that they watched it and that it was made. We yada yada. They they distanced themselves, mm -hmm. but um. All it was saying from, from what I had gathered was like be less but like, don't, don't be less ignorant. Right. Be less ignorant yeah. essentially. Yeah. yeah so, so I think it's it's almost like a it's like clickbait at, at the same time where it's like they, they wanted to shock them and then be like, but these are the reasonable asks that follow. And if you were to like open your ears instead of screaming as soon as you see something you don't like, you you might learn something instead of being like in the same ignorant position that you started it's like you can move that needle a little bit and learn and grow or you could stay the same shitty person you are yeah i i personally i i think the verbiage they maybe used wasn't great um but like you said for especially for like training videos essentially people tune them out and i think if somebody hears that their ears perk up and they listen so, yeah then you Job done, right? Yeah. <laughs> Mission accomplished, I guess is what I mean. Um, Plus it opens up for discussion. Yeah. I bring that up because stocks for Coca-Cola has drastically gone down since that broke. It's gone up a little bit the last few days. That's but better anyways. Uh, sure. I don't drink either of them. So. Unless like Coca-Cola wants to sponsor us, then fuck it. I love Coke. It makes me <laughs> smile. <laughs> um, I think it's just the timing to... I feel like every time we have a we have a a break in issues like this, something like this happens and it just all resurfaces, right? So I don't know, just something I, I wanted to see what you guys thought of that. Um, I I I am not. How do I explain it? 
I am not cultured enough to fully understand things like that, which is why I brought it mostly to your attention, Greg, because you have kind of essentially both perspectives in a sense of your culture and then Lauren's culture are the two opposite ends of that spectrum. Almost. I'm not going to say, you know, being African-American and being Hispanic are the same because they're not culturally, but they have some of the same uh, issues and uh, same type of oppression, I'm sure. So I know that I am one in a privileged area for sure. Where I'm at, people are fucking crazy white people. And I can say that because it's true. And uh, while my family wasn't rich by all means, I don't think we had... There was one time that my dad felt any type of oppression and that was one time when he was at the airport um but i won't get into it so essentially i understand that i am privileged so i understand that i don't understand all of that but i understand that people do go through it and i have respect for that so that's all i'm going to say on it because my thoughts aren't necessarily important in that regard so i just want to put that out there it's not, I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like, oh, your thoughts aren't important. It's more like, um, I think it's, it's good to give space to the people that have something to say. And then it's good to ask questions and try to learn. Um, just kind of like posing questions just to get a better sense of like, uh, you know, I don't really know how to, I don't know how to approach this topic really. I'm not really sure like what's right and what's wrong. I think there's a lot of nuance in a lot of these things. Uh, I, it wasn't so much I don't know how to approach it. It's more so like I understand that my opinion may not essentially at this point with everything going on, it might not catch everybody's ears as much as it would coming from you. Right. And we're not here just to discuss things. We're also here to learn. Like I'm here to learn. I don't know about scope. He looks like he's chilling, but I'm sure he's here to learn too. Um. <laughs> oh, dude, I grew up in all kinds of different cultural backgrounds, man. All yeah. my friends were Hispanic. So all my friends were Afghan, the Indian. Yeah. I've never, I've only had like maybe five fucking white friends. You know what I'm saying? Right. And been in those types of houses. I've grown up in different like cultured houses. Mm. I'm so used to being in, like, I feel more comfortable around other cultures than I do my own. Well, I'm the same, <laughs> I'm the same way, dude. Because there's I mean... so many racist ass white people and I'm going to, there's so many fucking, so many are so fucking racist, bro. Behind closed doors are racist as shit. Yeah. Uh, just to give hey, an example. And just... they might not notice it, man, that's that ignorant ass shit, but they are. Yeah. And just to, like, me catching myself, like, after the fact, like, years down the line. And this was when I was hanging out with you, Scope. I forgot where we were or what we were doing, but one of your, I think your, I hope, I hope. He's your Afghan friend who who drives a truck. It's one of your friends. Used to be your friend. I don't know. But I remember saying like, oh, that's weird. Normally the Afghans don't drive a truck. Like, why is that even in my, why does that cross my mind? You know, like anybody can drive a truck, dude. Like fucking (laughs) anybody, but it's not something I see normally. So I just thought about that in my head. But now I'm like, that was a weird thing to to think about. So yes, everybody, I I guess I'm racist. I'm just kidding. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I, I think the biggest thing is just like having an, uh, an open mind. Um, I think if anything, like when you say your opinion is less meaningful or something like that, I think it's just um, consider it more like 
each of us is living like one life, right? Yeah. We, we know like a handful of people and through the people that we know personally and through our own experiences, we have like kind of accumulated knowledge. Secondhand. The human, yeah. the human experience, right? Yeah. I, I have like just one human experience through all my family members. I have a few more, but secondhand. And then um, we don't really know what it's like for everybody. So in a sense, like when you see this stuff and you're like, you know, I don't think I should be the one speaking on it. It's more like you don't really have like a great sample. Yeah. You know, when you're doing statistics, you need like a large sample size mm -hmm. just so that you're not getting like something very specific. Like if I was like to, to say like the colors in this room, but I just chose that wall mm -hmm. and I was like, uh, white is the most common color in this room or the only color in this room because I just grabbed this tiny circle right here. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only color, but like, what if I was this? And it's like, yellow is the only color in this room. And so like that, I think that's kind of, the more you talk to other people, the more that you kind of like think about things that are like more founded in science, where bigger samples are taken, where studies are done, you know, you're, instead of seeing like what's in that little circle and saying like, that's, you know, that's what the world looks like. Your world starts to expand. Your opinion starts yeah. to be like, it's more, it's more thoughtful. It's more inclusive of more people's experiences. And so it's kind of a more correct answer or a more correct response or whatever. Yeah. Um, not to be like, oh, there's a right and there's a wrong, but it's just more like, I think through a lot of asking, a lot of digging things that I'm interested in, people that I've talked to, um, people that I'm around, uh, stuff like this, is like, I, I, I'm not just thinking of it like from one perspective. I have like a lot more to base it on. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I have to, you know, I have to check myself. I don't, I don't know at all. Um, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to come and say like, this doesn't seem, this isn't offensive at all. Mm -hmm. And there's really nothing wrong with it. And then somebody, you know, else be like, oh, I, I, I find it offensive. And for this reason, yeah. you know, it's like you, you want to take like the legitimate concerns because, um, if if you get a if you get mad about it, I would be like, well, tell me why. Yeah. Let, let, let's talk about what made you upset about that. I think that's more meaningful than saying, yes, this is allowed, or no, this is not allowed. It's like, okay, well, what makes you upset about this? Like, do you feel attacked? Do you feel unsafe? Do you feel like um, somebody oppressed you? Like, tell me why and how. And yeah. then, typically through that, if if you kind of tease that apart in, in the way that somebody responds to those parts, you might find like, oh, there's a lot that they don't get. Mm -hmm. um, or there might be stuff that you didn't get. But I think most of it from this one is to me is like um, people, people confusing like privilege with like having things be easy and handed to them. Yeah, um, it's different. That's a, that's a word that triggers a lot of people is like saying white privilege to people. And it's like, you can well, you can accept I, that you have it and I know used, that I used to be like that. Like people were like, Oh, yeah. you're privileged. I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? I worked hard for everything I have. It's like, well, it's not the same thing, it's not what they're talking about. Well, yeah, that's not true. A, a lot of people that say that also don't know what privilege means either. But the right meaning of privilege, it doesn't have really have anything to do with that. Yeah, I mean like you, you can be privileged in the sense that like, you know, your family was rich, you can be privileged in the sense that like you're healthy that um you don't have any like mental disabilities or if you're like fully functioning adult with like no restrictions yeah and then it's like 
society are there any restrictions in society for you like financial things Mm -hmm. or like you know are you is it like gender can be an issue if you're trans like life gets really hard so So, like unnecessarily hard yeah on on that note i have kind of an example that really like baffled me and i told my dad about it yesterday when he was here or i guess two days ago now um but when we have people come do work at our house honestly i don't make that i i make the decision but i don't really care how things look as long as Alyssa's happy with it because she's the artist on that i i like i'll put a empty vase in the middle of the table oh yeah that looks great like she'll decorate it and make it look nice right so whenever somebody come over do something for the house they like don't want to talk to her like she's tried to ask them and they would come like ignore her and look at me i've had that happen a couple times and i'm like dude i'm like dude ask her like she's right there she's gonna tell you how she wants it done she's the mastermind on this i am not so then they're like oh okay and then they do it but a lot of I don't understand why a lot of contractors they just don't want to talk to the woman. Yeah, because they would rather talk to you. Mm-hmm. It's well, the, fucked up that they would rather talk to you. It, it's it's that whole I I forget the entire definition of the word, but I know this relates to essentially like the is it the patriarchy is it's like misogyny or or um it, it's just kind of the idea that like the adult male. In, in in a bunch of cultures really it's like the dad um the father figure that person the male is the one who calls the shots mm-hmm. makes the money so makes the decisions like you're um, boss, dude. we're on the fucking yeah. 50s so yeah. seriously it, it's, it's it's like it's really weird because it's like it's an old outdated thing but it's also was like it was like constructed because if mm-hmm. you go like further and further and further back i'm pretty sure like when you're hunter gatherer, like, I don't think you're like, oh no, you have boobs. So um, I guess I'll be the only one to fight that tiger, um, and then you know we'll all die. You know, it'd be like, no, get, get your shit, grab your rock. Like, we need to yeah. we need to do this. Or they're gonna eat the baby. Like, come on, get in yeah. here, all hands on deck. You, you know, you would have been like, no, no, no. I have a swinging dick, so I'm the one who's gonna fight this yeah. beast. Like, <laughs> die by myself. You, you never seen the crew, the man. They all fight. They all fight. <laughs> so it, it's just weird that it's yeah. just like for us it's like a really old thing but it, it, at some point like it was like through like the the media the way films were made and, and it's like um just this this idea this idea that this is the way it's supposed to be and it it, it like it kind of like got stuck you know yeah. if you had like two or three generations like live through this and die and then say, well, that's how that was done. And so that's the way it is. And that's what it needs to be. Um, now we're kind of like, I feel like there's a lot more like questioning of things of uh, like, that's the way it is. I think a lot more of that is kind of getting taken apart and being like, why is it that way? Because it seems unnecessary. Things like that make me more angry now, having having a daughter, you know, Um yeah, you, you already know that you're sending them off into a world that that doesn't value their opinion as much as it would value your son's opinion. That's. Well, I feel like women have to be women have to be stronger mentally than men are. In that sense, I think, I think, they're, they're not looked at equal. They're not looked at like they're equal, and it's bullshit. Yeah, it's, it's, it's total bullshit. There's still a wage but, gap too that people don't talk about much anymore. Oh yeah, there's big ass. Like they weren't too. 
Damn. See, now you're now we're talking about that. So I think it was Michael B. Jordan. I don't know. I'm not gonna say. Okay. There was an actor, a male actor, that heard that his a female actress was making less money and he took money out of his own to pay her what she he thought she deserved. So she got oh. paid more essentially. And I forget who did it and I'm gonna have to look that up. I don't remember it going down exactly like that, but the example I know or that I'm pretty sure is real was uh, Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence. They had been doing a couple movies together. And at one point he asked, um, they, they, they talked and he, he found out that she made less. And so what he was, he, what he started doing was like, he was like, I'm not going to sign on to a film until you pay us both the same. And I thought that was, that might be it too. I was like, I was like, dude, mad props. That, like, yeah. That's the kind yes. of shit. So that's how you fix. I like that. That's dope. Inequality. You're like, all right, hey, white male actors are the ones that are going to make you money because that's those are the only people you guys are willing to give opportunities to. So therefore, it's a self fulfilling prophecy. Fine, let's use that to my advantage. It's a non-starter until you make this place work for everyone. Yeah. And I, that's, that's kind of the thing is like it's big when you understand like a, it and you see it and you recognize it and then you try to like like what the fuck but well, I, that's dope as fuck that he did that I wish more people would do that shit like hold on bro what yeah like yeah. time the fuck out dude dude if you have like the top 100 like paid actors or something like th- think of like the most popular like Leonardo DiCaprio like um this might be too old now but I'm just Michael B. Jordan is a good one too <laughs> Yeah, the if all these like these really like the, the guys that get the biggest blockbusters and stuff started doing that like a unif- basically almost like a union, you know, yeah. and they're like, no, none of us are gonna jump, you know, walk onto your set until all leads are getting paid the same, regardless of gender, regardless of whatever. We need more people out there like that. Unfortunately, though, not everybody is. It's a fight that's probably gonna be being fought for a long time. Unfortunately, yeah, I don't imagine it's it's gonna end. But I think I think stuff like the the Donald Glover thing. I think that's one of the reasons why it's kind of it's exciting. The the more that we see like um, people of color, black people, um, just different minorities. Oh my god, I can't say it. LGBTQIA. I have it right here because it's one of my tags, so I was able to look at it. Basically, like we just need more representation, like everywhere at every level, you know. Yeah. yeah. I just think there's there's so many freaking stories to be told from other people's perspectives, you know. Like somebody, like a woman, will 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 make something, and then people will be like, "Oh, oh my god, I've never seen this before." And it's like, no shit, you've never given them the keys to drive. So when did you think like a white man was going to get it right? Like. Yeah. <laughs> Like in uh, Walking Dead, they got deaf characters now. They got actual like uh, actual chick that is dead playing a part. Bro. Oh, oh, I thought you said dead, dude. No, dead. No, dead. <laughs> she's dead. You know what I'm saying? Like I heard, I heard sorry. death too. I heard dead. Like she's dead. I'm like that's oh, fucked oh, up, bro. They have zombies. It's just a fuck it, you know. Oh no, man! Sorry, but yeah, that's a, that's a good one. It's just I totally heard you yeah. wrong. You know, I think it's like, and I remember I was telling you guys about um, Bridgerton. It, it threw me off at first because I'm I had just started. I'm still watching The Crown, which is like 
super accurate when it comes to like who the queen looks like and all that stuff and who's all there. And then this one is super fictional, right? And they have all different types of races that are royalty. And it just, it threw me off at first. That's all. Um, but it's yeah. nice to see, and Netflix is known for this, obviously, that they're doing representation and even shows like that, right? It's fictional, so why do you have a problem with it? It's already, it's already fictional. It doesn't, it's not historically accurate, so don't get your panties in a bunch, right? Calm down. Yeah. So it's, it's cool. I, I like it. Um, but yeah, I want to bring that up because especially with everything that's going on now, and Greg, you and I talked when we were playing Gears, so you know that's uh, my thoughts on everything going on. Um, but, uh, the, the thing with me is because of... How do I put this without being a dick? Uh, <laughs> the people I live with are more on the conservative side. Mm. And I grew up on the liberal side, but you tend to kind of meld with who you're with right so i have some of those views but more so mine is like i hate stupidity and i hate people who are unrealistic and that's kind of i think that's kind of a generality of conservatives a little bit but i just one i feel old all the time and i don't sleep because of a because of this and two because of the kids and stuff so i have no patience for stupid stupid people dude like if you're going to be super unrealistic i don't care if you're liberal independent conservative if you're going to be an asshat i don't i don't care i just don't care and that's the thing oh, about yeah it's the thing about people like if they're liberal they automatically want to vote for the liberal president if they're or any or any person running for office yeah, same on the other good. side well, what if the conservative actually has really good values that are better than a liberal president? Just because you're a liberal, you're going to vote for that person? I don't I don't understand how politics work out here like that. I don't get it. But. All right, guys. That was episode one of our podcast. We appreciate everybody. Make sure you like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. I'm McFly. Up there is Greg. Goddamn Greg. Up, up there Peace. is Interscope. We appreciate I all of you. For